0: Welcome in to episode two of Grow Your Know, brought to you by Kelly's Green. Uh, this is Clay Edwards. I am joined here in the studio with Kelly and Chad from Kelly's Green, uh, Central Mississippi's fully integrated vertical medical marijuana. Oh, I'm sorry. we'll yeah. your mics on. Yeah. Vertical uh, <laughs> medical marijuana company. Guys, how y'all doing?
1: Great. Awesome. Great. It's great to be here again. Fantastic. We had so much fun last week. I, well, I did tell it you. It was, was great. The, the, fee- <laughs> the
0: feedback was phenomenal. I think me and Chad's picture broke the internet. Oh, oh yes.
2: It was awesome.
1: I
0: love it. I felt
2: it. a little left out, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know me. <laughs> we'll have to
1: take another picture.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, what it was, I was going through my phone and just kind of posting my, some pictures from the week. And I had that picture of him and I that I sent a mutual friend of ours. And then I'll just post this one too. Chad yeah, was a cool person I met this week. And then I thought, I said, we forgot to get a picture. Before y'all yeah, all know, yeah,
2: it's up. okay. I was
1: kidding. So, we can we can get one. She's not kidding. I'm well, really not <laughs> kidding, but
0: okay. I'm not <laughs> we need to do one for the podcast cover anyway, so it's not sure. just my logo. Since it's not declared, which show this is uh this is grow your nose. This is fun. Man. I got yeah. I actually got calls from some of my friends uh, from different political persuasions. They were like, hey, kind of proud of you for doing that one. Uh, that was good. oh, I'm like, oh, oh well, that's good. Well, thank you. Thank well, you very much.
1: You know, it is about. Providing education, I think, and information on this industry because it is new to yep. Mississippi, and I think it's really, um, really, really important that that people understand everything that they can about it to sort of maybe stray from those narratives and what's been sort of drilled in the head and and see that this is really needed for patients in the state yeah
0: yeah
2: absolutely me and
0: therese Apple were talking in the last hour about a lot of jackson stuff and this that, and the other one of the things i brought up and uh was basically you guys and i said i think that because of the politics in jackson an opportunity for the medical marijuana business is going to do very well, There, since some of the other communities are kind of, you know, up in arms a little about it, this, that, and the other. It is a great opportunity for this business and what you guys are doing to help kind of revitalize Jackson simultaneously to helping people uh, get the medicines they need.
2: Absolutely. Right? Now, it, it, it certainly there's a, an opportunity for economic gain for Jackson uh, in particular. And we, we thought about that um, mm-hmm. when we chose our production facility location That was one of the factors. There was a number of factors that went into that decision, but um, that was definitely one of them. Oh Uh, yeah, I'm born and raised here in this area. I was I grew up in Jackson, and so uh, so yeah.
1: Right, pull your mic down a little bit. And the other thing is, it's it's like you know there are lots and lots and lots of problems in Jackson. We know that. We've known that for years. Um, And so again, you know. A lot of it, though, unfortunately, as much as I hate it, a lot of it ties back to money. (laughs) And so being able to bring something there that that helps revitalize that economy or helps people get jobs that are well paid, um, it just helps everyone. Um, it just spreads it, and, and it, it'll hopefully make some really positive changes, and not just for here in Jackson, but for the whole state.
0: <laughs> hey, this sure. is a question that I had. Um, are you guys, are y'all on well water over there, or are y'all on the Jackson water? I mean, are y'all dependent upon that? Working? We have the ability for both. Okay, yes. We yes. have a well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but we, we,
2: our system allows for both. We can swap good. and do and, uh, do whatever whatever we need to do.
0: I was yeah. just curious because that's a hell of an investment to make, uh, considering the things that you know, sure. the, the issues going on. Yeah, so. no,
2: absolutely. No, we, we right. have the we have the capability to do either, and are, are prepared for really anything. Um, right. We we really took uh, everything into consideration. Um, you know, good and bad in choosing our location. Right, yeah, um, I think it's great. Yeah, interesting thing. Uh, as we ta- as we talk about, you mentioned just a second ago um, the uh, some of, some of the cities didn't didn't welcome it, or some of the areas didn't welcome it. Interestingly enough, we have a, a, a an interesting today uh, day in Clinton, and uh, Clinton is having a special vote today. Um, Who is Clinton? Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, Clinton. yeah, they're oh, having a special that, vote. That's right. They that's are. right. That's yeah. right. So um, when the bill was signed, February second, I believe it was February second. <coughs> Um, it uh, gave municipal or gave municipalities and counties i think it was what ninety days to mm-hmm. opt out and I think that deadline was on may the third right so and I think ultimately we had about it's either seventeen or nineteen 19- maybe uh, counties and about what about 90 municipalities That's right yeah something like that uh, it was you know and then uh, and so Clinton um, there's a, there was a process, a procedure put in place where you could go get vote or go get signatures and um, bring it to that uh, municipality or county uh, that whatever jurisdiction you're talking about uh, for a vote. and so mm-hmm. Clinton did that they got the, uh, the uh, signatures. And uh, well, the people in Clinton did. So um, it'll be interesting today to right. see how that shakes out.
1: Yeah. And and it's interesting because, you know, looking at the sample ballot, it is it's an opt in for everything. Cultivation, right. process, everything. So some some cities or some municipalities and then some counties have opted out of certain things. Um, so they may allow testing or whatever, or research, but they won't allow dispensaries or grows or whatever. But I looked at the sample ballot for Clinton, and it is for everything. It's All a yes or no, be, right? Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that turns out today on their special election,
2: mm-hmm. I yeah, think. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and the thing about, too, uh, you bring up an interesting point. I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, we want, we don't mind this, but we don't want this. Right. Or, you know, it seems like everybody's okay with testing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right,
2: yeah. But well, uh, That was
0: like liquor in Rankin County. Well, I want to go to Applebee's and get it, but I don't want you to be able to go to the store and get it. Correct. Right. Yeah. Right. We, we right.
1: want you to drive yes. to consume you know, alcohol just, and then drive back. Exactly. No, I, I know. Beat my head against the wall. <laughs> right, 100%. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, so, you know, for, uh, for patients in Clinton, I hope that uh, they get the opportunity to have sure. a... Uh, Easy access. I mean, you can get it anywhere. I think an important point to be made, and we made this last week, but that even in an area, if you live in an area that's opted out, it doesn't impact your 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 right um, or your opportunity to go get your card and go get your medical marijuana. Um, it just means you may have to travel farther. Right. Um, so it's an inconvenience for patients in that area for sure.
1: And you know, I think. You know, you heard a lot of arguments, oh, we don't want a pot shop on every corner or whatever. Yeah. But, but you know, again, this is so highly regulated. The dispensaries through the Department of Revenue, I mean, there are so many things like having a buzz in door, not being uh, someone under 21, not being able to come in. Dispensaries are not allowed to package their own product, so it's not like they ever have, like, raw cannabis out that then they're there packaging we don't have deli style so i mean again everything is pre-packaged when it gets to that dispensary so i think a lot of it um there's this this idea that people are just going to be out there you know smoking Hot on on the corners or walking in dispensaries. And, and it's just not the reality of what our act and our regulations allow.
0: So, in theory, I mean, you're not going to walk in there and it's not going to smell like a head shop. And, correct. You know, it doesn't smell like a bunch of hippies sitting around. I mean, I, I'm just quoting. Uh, the, the, no, in you're there. absolutely right. You know, and, and you're going to have incense burning and all, just all this stuff. You're going to walk in. It's going to be like a retail establishment. You're going to get right. your medicine and leave. Yeah. That's right.
1: correct. Yes. And so, yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, there are so many regulations. Um, I know it can sort of be overwhelming it's sometimes overwhelming for us and we're in it um but but yeah I think that there's been lots and lots and lots of care and thought put in to making sure that this is safe even with the product what we can put on a product you know we can't use candies we can't use names of candies I mean everything has been designed to keep it a safe um a safe um, industry and a safe product around people and their children. Which seems to be the concern that you hear a lot. hundred percent. Yeah. So. And I
2: I think that's a great, um, a great, I just want to reiterate that point you just made about, um, about odor and odor mitigation. That is one thing that you hear people that we've been asking about. I know I've been asking about it a ton is that with dispensaries, well, what are you going to do about odor mitigation? You know, if you're in town and you're, you know, around other businesses and that sort of thing, how, and, 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 Chad made a great point. You know, the the first step in odor mitigation is not to have odor to begin with. And under our bill, the cultivators package the the product, and, that, and it goes to the dispensaries. The dispensaries cannot repackage it. They can't open it. They can't repackage it. They can't do anything. They literally turn around and resell it in the package that it's in from the cultivator. So you're not even going to have product that's being opened and repacked like i can't you know as a col- as a dispensary i can't go buy a pound of product from a cultivator and then turn around and, and package it in different packaging units however I want to sell it.
0: So it's not like seeing a movie. It's not like these uh, the, the, these mason jars that are being opened up so you can smell the different wines. Right. That's, and, right. That's and, right. Like I said, and just from a common sense standpoint a uh, product freshness, you wouldn't want it sitting out there open sure. air for extended amounts of time anyway. You would put yeah. it like backing packed and
1: sealed and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and, and you, can't, you cannot be able to see the actual product. So... It has to be an opaque bag Mm -hmm. or jar, or if it is a clear jar, that clear jar has to be in a box. So again, it's not like there's just stuff sitting out for anybody to look at and, you know, and, and I hear both sides of the argument. Some people would love to see it before they I, buy it. I would. <laughs> right. You buy your own uh, that's right. If I order food, uh, I want a picture menu. Correct. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, but, but yeah, I mean, there has been great care, I think, put into some of that. Some of it may be overkill, but I think as the, in, as it progresses and people see that it's, Maybe not the devil they thought it was, I think some of that will last
0: so, so. Oh, let me add just since you guys have dispensaries, let me ask uh, how if you can't see it if you if it's one hundred percent kind of behind closed doors or packaging how how do you order it how, how do is it just the menu like here's the gummies here's the flower here's the pre rolls i mean how, right. is, how do you sell it no. Mark, market it to the customer
1: well we can't market it i, mean, at I all, mean i mean i mean in, in in store right so so in store we are allowed to have like educational or pictures Mm -hmm. like like we can show pictures of our strain we can educate okay. the the patients on what what this particular strain do we cannot make medical claims but but we can certainly say this is more indica this is more sativa you know we can give that information the other thing is our packaging requires we have to have the potency limits back from testing on the packaging so so again that sort of helps in having that conversation they just actually can't open it and see it right so but yeah but we can certainly educate so you can kind yeah. of have picture menus on the walls or your oh right screens yeah or stuff like you yeah. know
0: you can mark it in store
1: Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And, and education
2: is going to be key.
1: Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because like I said, I think some of this will be trial and error for some people, just sort of seeing, you know, what works for me or, or what their particular tastes are. Right. So.
0: And I think, you know, as, as you peel this onion back some and people see that it's not reefer madness running around right. and, <laughs> and all that, that I think over the next few years, th- th- these, some of these restrictions will get loosened up. I would, I would hope so anyway. Yeah. You know, at least be able to, like, fully function as a retail store even though i know it's medicine but still
1: sure sure. yeah and and i think it will i I think as we see people using this and as people are getting more accustomed to it being here um and and i I think we will i think that'll lack some i think we will see that you know maybe some of these regulations may be a little overkill for right now but at the end of the day it's the program we got and we're going to make it work I like that. Yeah. these yeah. are the, these are the rules. And it's a That's good program. Right.
2: I mean, yeah. you know, it's nothing's perfect. I mean, nothing no. is perfect, but it is a good program. I, I think. I mean, I you know, there are a lot of things that the state did right. I think mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to look and see what other states have done and what's worked and what's not worked. Um, and I think there was a lot of thought put into it. And nothing's perfect, but um, but I think it's a great program.
0: Hey, right. look, we we are seeing legal medical marijuana in Mississippi in mm-hmm. our lifetime. That's right. That's something I frankly did not think would ever happen. And we're right. not the last state to do it. No. So, I mean. No, I know. Let, yeah. You know, I, I, I call a spade a spade when I have to. And, uh, That's you know, right. kudos for this this getting done. Yeah. You know? we can nitpick right. it apart. Nitpick it apart. But you know what? We're here to make it work right yeah all right we're gonna take a break when we come back we have a guest right
2: we do we have got uh, when we come back we're going to have angie calhoun with mississippi cannabis patients alliance going to join us and uh share lots of great information with us
0: all right well you are tuned in to grow your Know with chad and kelly with kelly's green this is 103.9 wyab we're live in the mac Hyga flow studios and we'll be right back here stay tuned
2: And welcome back. This is Kelly Williams. I'm Kelly Williams, and this is Grow Your Know. And I'm here today with uh, Chad King and Angie Calhoun. All
1: right. Oh, it has a little delay. Yeah. Oh. Oh, awesome. Okay, yeah, so we're back with our friend Angie Calhoun with Mississippi Cannabis Patients Alliance. Thank you for being here with us.
3: Well, thank y'all for having me. I appreciate it so much.
1: So um, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about the Cannabis Patients Alliance and, and what you're doing with that. Yeah.
3: Well, you know, I decided over a year ago to form the Mississippi Cannabis Patients Alliance, and it's been a blessing to me to be able to continue educating and helping to inform our patients and... to be able to work with the industry to help, you know, promote the things that they're doing. And so, you know, the Mississippi Cannabis Patients Alliance is a nonprofit. We're a 501c3. And so, you know, our primary goal is to be there for our patients to help them through this journey of, uh, you know, finding a practitioner, knowing what debilitating medical conditions do qualify. And then, you know, with the Mississippi Department of Health, with the application process, and then, you know finding a dispensary near them and so you know those are things that we do we also you know work very carefully with a research program that we've started with the University of Mississippi and the relief app so we have a lot of things going on we also work to help our veterans and disabled patients be able to afford their doctor's visit and um, you know potentially their medicine as well so a lot of things are going on and we're really excited over at the Mississippi Cannabis Patients Alliance. That's
1: great.
3: I
2: was just going to say, can you just um, tell us a little bit more about the Relief app? Yeah.
3: Okay. So um, we have a collaborative agreement with the University of Mississippi with the National Center for Research and Education there who have been researching medical cannabis in the state of Mississippi for over 50 years. And so um, we have brought in the relief app. And so patients can now go to our website or they can go to Google Play or to the App Store and they can actually download the relief app. And so that app right now will allow patients to journal their medical cannabis use, which will report back to us how they like certain products. Uh, Maybe they don't like the way that they feel. Uh, Maybe they could have taken too much and they're going to report that. But they can tell us what, you know, many different things about Um, their medical cannabis use. Potentially what we're hoping is that the dispensaries will come on board and it does cost a fee to be a part of this, but we will be able to download then their menu into the app. So then the patient will be able to say, oh, well, I went to say Kelly's Green dispensary and I used XYZ product for this debilitating medical condition and I had a very positive result and I was able to sleep all night and woke up with less pain. There's so many things that we can know, but the University of Mississippi will be able to analyze this data because Kelly and Chad, as you know, during the initiative process, if I heard it once, I heard it a hundred times, oh, there's not enough data or it wasn't collected properly. And I thought to myself, well, by George, we're not going to hear that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, the... I had found out about the Relief App through my son's own personal journey when he was in Colorado getting medical cannabis. And I remember distinctly thinking, wow, I need to connect them with the University of Mississippi. And I didn't even have a contact at that point, but I just thought, wow. So um, it's surreal today that, you know, we're working together with the University of Mississippi and the Relief App to help our patients. Because potentially in the future, this will save patients so much money Mm -hmm. in trial and error because we spent thousands of dollars a month with our son initially in Colorado trying to find which particular strain, even though they may all be called a similar name in mm-hmm. throughout the cultivation centers, but they are, you know, genetically not identical. Right. And so therefore, right. certain strains do work better for certain conditions.
1: That's amazing. And so w- what's so exciting, I think, about this time in Mississippi is that, you know, for years, Ole Miss has done marijuana studies. We know they've had one of like the largest farms mm-hmm. in the country. But under their original grant, it was to study the harmful effects mm-hmm. of right. cannabis. That's and right. so I think that's so important now that we're seeing this sort of juncture with you guys with Mississippi Cannabis Patients Alliance that we're now looking at well let's get some data on the positives Mm -hmm. and I just think that's so important for people um, especially patients I wanted you to tell patients that are listening or people that are interested where they can find some of this information on how to get a card what
3: practitioner is where and all that stuff well thank you Chad. You know, we have worked so hard to really have an educational and informative website that has factual information in it. As you both know, the laws and rules and regulations have changed a lot yeah. over the past year so we've had to be very creative um over and over again in what information we put out. But our website is com. that's m s c a n n a patient p-a-t-i-e-n-t dot com and you know they you know the patients they get a step-by-step guide on the steps that they need to become a patient first you've got to have one of those over 20 debilitating medical conditions second you need to find a practitioner and we have an extensive list of medical cannabis practitioners on our website you can go to uh, medical Uh, marijuana doctors near me and that Mm -hmm. is on our tab there and click that and you'll see that list and so then you know a patient needs to apply with the Mississippi Department of Health on our website again we have those links but we also have a link to our youtube channel where we in conjunction with the department of health sat down and we recorded a step-by-step video showing our patients how to fill out the application and it's really relatively easy um especially once you see it, it's a, it's a little daunting at first, you're kind of intimidated. And so, um, but we, you know, then we have a dispensary page um, that is is not um, as extensive as we would like because, you know, we're seeing a little bit of lag with the, you know, industry coming on board with that. And, you know, we hope that we will see that more and more dispensaries will come on board because that not only supports our patients finding them because they are so limited and I have I checked with the Department of Health and Revenue that we are a compliant resource for listing a dispensary for patients to find there, and so I'll always do things that are compliant. I never want to get in trouble with, right. sure. uh, you know, sure the sure Department enough. of Health <laughs> yeah, or revenue <laughs> and Revenue, um, and you know, but I also want my, you know, industry friends. To be comfortable and to know that I have done my homework, but we are here to help our patients all along the way to be able to find every single answer they need. Uh, we also have a um, line that patients can call in to ask questions. We, you know, are actively every single day, many, many times a day, answering calls and answering those questions that people need to know. And sometimes we have patients that may have an issue with the Department of Health. And thankfully, I have a really good Uh, report with them, and I can just about, you know, generally within 24 hours have an answer for a patient, sometimes within just an hour.
1: That's great, because I know that there's been a couple of hurdles to patients and patient access. One was that nobody had product until Mm -hmm. January, so, you know, Mm -hmm. some people that had already been issued a card, they were deactivated, Um, and so I know that there were some people saying, well, why do I worry about go getting a card yet if there's no product here? Um, And then, you know, there's just some, I think, some steps that I think your video on your YouTube page is incredible because it does take you step by step. It shows you what their portal looks like. So to get your card, you have to use the Department of Health online portal to register and then apply for your card and, and after you've had your certification from your doctor but as i understand it the doctor uploads the certification to the portal it's not the it, the doctor will put that in there so what the patients are doing is filling out i guess all the other paperwork correct yes yes okay um and so i just think that that's important it's a great step-by-step video with the department of health if you have a chance to go to their youtube page is it MS a patient on youtube as it well is. and it's- then there's a link to the YouTube page from their website so you also do a lot of events, right? We so do. you've done facts and snacks. Okay. Uh, do you have anything that's coming
3: up? Yeah, we're actually working on that lineup and trying to get some venues, uh, you know, together for that. And you know, we we try to make sure we don't get one that's too expensive, but yeah, sure. if it's not too big or too small. So, but very very soon, I hope within the next week, we'll be announcing our lineup for the next coming months on that. And so we've found that those um, facts and snacks have been very helpful to the patients across the state and you know we try to bring the Department of Health with us and I'm hoping that we also will be able to bring the Department of Revenue with us as well and so um, actually after we have a patient discussion we hope to go into a short um, industry discussion with them as well. Fantastic.
1: That's great and so at the Facts and Snacks I think it's great so you also have doctor's offices there now they're not certifying you there it's not a medical appointment but it certainly gives patients access to meet these clinics and set up an appointment correct yeah that's right Right.
3: so we try to bring in the um, groups from all over the state and you know some are just local in in those particular areas and so the patients can certainly set up their appointment to go and visit that practitioner
2: and you mentioned uh, a moment ago the the list of debilitating conditions that's contained in the law. Mm-hmm. Um, as I understand, there's a process for adding a debilitating condition if if, uh, so if a patient wants to try and add something. Mm-hmm. Is that something that um, MCPA can help patients navigate?
3: Yes, Kelly, I, sur- I sure can. And so, you know, by law, it states that, you know, we can petition the Mississippi Department of Health, their board to add other debilitating medical conditions. And I'm asked quite, quite often, you know, about anxiety and depression. And so what I tell my patients right now is, you know, generally, you know, we, the only, um, one that we have that would cover most of that is PTSD, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, we would like to see other, you know, disorders sure. to be added, and um, because anxiety can be debilitating for some people, sure, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, we would right. certainly love to see that happen.
2: Yeah, absolutely, um, and tell us just to very briefly, I, I, I didn't get a chance to ask you, um, I, you mentioned your son, um, and so just if you can just briefly give mm-hmm. us a tell us how you why this is so
3: important to you. Yeah. Well, over 10 years ago, my son Austin became sick with Lyme disease, and it attacked his entire autonomic nervous system. And we didn't catch it in time. So it was very devastating to him as a teenager. And, uh, you know, he still deals with it. But he was on 17 pharmaceutical medications to take every single day. We had seen over 22 doctors in about 18 months. And my husband and I, felt as though we had to find another you know avenue for him and so we did we went to Colorado and found that medical cannabis worked for our son and it restored his quality of life and that's what that's I want fantastic. for all patients that's
2: fantastic can you right. tell us just real quick what your website is yes that-
3: mscannapatient.com m-s-c-a-n-n-a-p-a-t-i-e-n-t.com thank you so much Angie for being here thank you yeah. so much I appreciate you'll we'll be
1: back um after these messages
3: all right thanks
0: all right welcome back in to grow your know with chad and kelly from kelly's green i am clay edwards i am kind of uh running the board here today and uh, enjoying this conversation i want to thank angie calhoun for coming in that was a very very informative and just good solid information i'm very interested in this um this uh snacks and info thing yeah
2: sure. snacks and facts
1: snacks, yeah. and, snacks facts. and
2: facts uh yeah mcpa has been doing that uh and they do a angie does a great job um just uh it's a it's a place where patients and people can come and just get good information good solid factual information um, and uh, as opposed to, you know, <laughs> looking online, uh, you know, to see. Well, if it's if it's online, it must be true. That's right. It is <laughs> true. Bonjour.
1: <No. laughs> All right. I, I will say that. So we were talking. Um, Clay, you had asked about dispensaries. So I did want you to know, so, like, So for dispensaries, they are regulated by the Department of Revenue through ABC. And so they have on their website, if you go to the Department of Revenue's website and type in cannabis, it will come up on their page and they have a registry of every dispensary license. So every dispensary that's been licensed in the state and it's broken down by county or municipality. So again, not every dispensary is open just like Angie was talking about people are coming online sort of at different times because everything in this industry is built on something else so if you just have a dispensary you've been waiting on cultivators to grow something Mm -hmm. so you have something to sell Um, and so I know a lot of dispensaries you know there's over 160 I think that are licensed in the state and so really it's sort of like it has their contact information, so if you're wanting to know if one is open around you, um, that's a good way to try to, I guess, learn to say, okay, well, there's three that are licensed in my county. Let me call and see if any of them are open, or look for a Facebook page or something. But um, because they're just coming online at different times,
0: yeah, because the yeah. the thing that I'm seeing is, you know, we here, we live here in the most highly populated area of the state in mm-hmm. central Mississippi and I, there's not a open dispensary in the that I'm aware of in what I would call the tri county area they're kind of in the outskirts and more of the rural areas have seen right. rural areas have come online first right. which which seems like the biggest market is the most underserved market right now but that's just kind of right. way the dominoes fall i guess yeah
1: well and can tell yeah. you with certainty there's not a dispensary in madison Yeah. Touche. Nor 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 will there be. Um so I can tell you that um, emphatically. Um and so but there are Madison County tags in uh, Jackson. Right. Um there are there are a good bit, I think, licensed in the Jackson area and then on the outskirts with Pearl um and like that. And I know that um the only one that I know that's been opened in the Jackson area is River Remedy. Yeah, that's the only one I know right now. Okay, so there is one, um, mm-hmm. but uh, but I think they're technically Byram. Um, yeah. So again, I I think we're starting to see more. I know that there's a couple that are going to be in Canton.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I don't know that they're open yet. Yeah. Somebody just yeah.
0: texted on the Guns and Gear text line and said there's one in hall and that's my friend Bill Johnston, that I believe, has that yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what I was re- referring to the the outskirts sure. of the tri County area there. So. I, I'm excited about it. Like I said, just from a pure economic standpoint, I think it's really exciting to see an entire new industry be birthed from dirt here. Oh, right, literally. That's right. Yeah, and, you know, and come online. So and it's fun.
2: You make a great point. Birthed from dirt. That's it. Really, what it is. And so, um, I think this year is going to be huge. Uh, I just think that as it relates to, uh, we, we just will see dispensaries beginning to open more and more. Um, as we go forward, and certainly we'll have some in the Tri County area. I know for a fact we'll have some in the Tri County area because, right. uh, you know, because right. we're in the Tri County area. So, uh,
1: yeah, and so we're. I mean, yeah, so it's it's exciting as they come online. I think that people are starting to get you know testing. You know, it's just been such a long journey to get to testing and then to have product out there and then, you know, um, getting that on the shelves. I know that, but you're right, there's been a majority, there's been some on the coast, some in Oxford, some in North Mississippi that have opened, um, but not a lot around here. But they are coming online, so we're starting to see more activity. I know I'm starting to get emails from dispensaries that are like, now looking for product growers are sending out their menus for dispensaries to get product so you've seen a a, a influx of traffic mm-hmm. as it relates to getting product out and and you've seen these testing facilities really getting on their game and getting it back quickly to make sure that everything's good and that we can get it out to patients as soon as we can yeah
0: yeah. So. it's like I said, it's, it's really exciting, and, and, and I learned something today. I wasn't aware of you know the the testing that and you know that 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 had to be put on the labels and on the packaging. I mean, and all that. So I, it explains kind of the 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 snail's pace at which this thing is really right. getting online. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You, know, you have to those labels. I mean that 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 uh, I think is one of the great things about our program. I think most. Um, I, I really don't know how. Other states, I think obviously every medicinal program and every program uh, has testing. Um, you, I mean, obviously safety is. Uh, I think it, uh, at the top of everybody's um, agenda. Every
0: batch has to be tested. Though. Oh, one hundred. It's not just like, all right, we did this once, we tested." That's what it is. It's every. Oh, it's every batch. Every batch Every, has to be batch, right. every yeah. batch has to be tested, and that stuff could be that, that label. The, the, those uh, facts are could be tweaked a little bit, one direction or another. I'm guessing, or do they all have to one hundred percent? Uh, fit. This is the amount. Blah blah blah. You know, well, like.
1: Well, we certainly have potency limits. Yeah. Right. So, That's but right. but we do have remediation um, in our testing now. It is very specific as to what can be remediated, what cannot be, right. what you can add, but what we didn't want to happen. I say we, but but what any patient and person in Mississippi should not want to happen is that that you be able to remediate and put in an additive or dilute whatever you want with whatever else um again we want this to be a safe product and i think that the testing regulations that the department of health put out and and that the act requires are are very good in mitigating somebody just adding a bunch of stuff i i mean i talk a lot about you know some of the stuff you can get in gas stations that is not regulated at all. And so you have to be very careful with what might have been to dilute that to a, such a small amount that it counts as a CBD or a Delta, whatever product that can now be sold in a gas station. You, yeah, You just got to be very careful with some of that to see what all's in it. So again, there is such a high level of transfer, uh, transparency required on growing this product mm-hmm. here in the state and you know everything with it being indoor and how important that is that indoor cultivation results in a safe product versus allowing something else. Like we don't allow outdoor grow something that could be as scary as maybe a greenhouse where you would have to use horrible pesticides Mm -hmm. that's why it's so important that the legislators and the department of health worked hard so that we would understand that this act was about creating a safe product with an indoor facility
2: yeah. that That's right because that that is actually you know one of I think that's a huge a huge point it's super important uh, I've heard people say throughout this journey trying to you know say well what what's the difference between medical marijuana and marijuana i mean come on is it is there a difference and yeah, there is so the the biggest difference is is how you cultivate it I mean we just talked about you know uh, indoor cultivation testing uh, all of these things that uh the environment is ultra controlled i mean it's you know from humidity and temperature uh additives and nutrients everything that goes into these uh these plants and then you know cannabis plant it's it's like a sponge its roots suck up everything so Mm -hmm. if you were to put it in uh, in the ground outside and in in a in some soil that had some contaminants in it it's just going to suck that right up i'm gonna
0: make another analogy there uh for as far as like medical grade versus uh street grade or whatever Uh, look at uh look at testosterone for example uh you can go get it uh, illegal testosterone from, right. g- from the gym, or I'm go to my TRT doctor and get medical grade, right? And correct. do a much That's smaller right. dose and get twice That's the right. results because it's, it's medical grade. And you know, we we get big pharma hill about a lot of things, but uh, you know, I think medical grade stuff uh, is, is the Absolutely. way to go. Obviously, if you got medical grade versus getting it off the streets, sure. That's you know correct. what you're putting yeah. in your body. Like right. I, I mean, I, I wish you guys were able to do uh to do medical grade kratom. I like Kratom it, it really, right. really good for my nerves and my anxiety mm-hmm. and stuff like that and i I'm not a fan of getting it from a gas station, sure, I would right. love to know I was getting some medical grade that's right Kratom right you
2: that's right you know I'd yeah. no. love
0: to see y'all, uh, companies be able to do that can are are y'all allowed to dabble into other things like kratom and or i guess c b d or is one hundred percent specific to marijuana no, regular yeah
1: right. it is it's specific from a regulation just, standpoint, just like just like we can't carry it in a dispensary, yeah, we have to carry the t h c products we can carry like Instruments or accessories mm-hmm. to use marijuana, but, but we certainly can't carry you know what what you could get the gas station we, we can't do that but again and and, and i want to point out you know that's sort of like a core principle that that you know kelly and i had with this company was making sure that if i'm asking my loved ones or friends and families to put this in their body you better believe it's safe sure. right because i can tell you every single thing that's happened to that plant and that's, that's why right. our regulations require we have to follow A state-sanctioned seed-to-sell program. I mean, I can tell you every single additive that's ever been put in the water, any food we gave this plant. I mean, I can tell you every single thing about it because we have to.
0: I'm going to tell you, uh, Angie's story was so similar to my friend Ashley's, who I told you all about last week. who had Mm -hmm. to take her daughter out to Colorado to get the treatments. I think it was for Crohn's, though. Uh, If my memory serves me correct, and to see, you know, what you would look at her and think she's just uh, a—I do not mean this as a as a not—but she looks like your your normal Madison County soccer mom. Yeah, you know, here she's on the front lines of the the fight from uh, for medical cannabis and getting that. And it's like you know what you once you see what the medical side of this does and can do, you have to fight for a loved one to get the medicine they need. I think that should wake a lot of people up. And I think that's why uh, it did wake a lot of people right. up. That's what put it, 74% of people at the polls. That's, that's right. right.
2: Changing that narrative. 100% Part of yes. That yes. Narrative. You know,
0: I think y'all have done a great job with that. Let's take our last break okay. and uh, come back, land the plane for the day. This is Grow Your No. I got it right. That's right. That's right. I got it right. Grow, I, I, people were picking at me last week. They said, Man, you messed that up a bunch of times. <laughs> like, I, it, it just rolls off the tongue the other way. But uh, all right, we'll be right back on 1039 WYAB. Here on 103.9 WYAB. We're live in the Matt Kaika Flowwood studios with Chad and Kelly of Kelly's Green, Central Mississippi, Jackson's very own uh, fully vertical. Am I saying that right? Vertically integrated. Fully vertically integrated medical marijuana company. They grow it and they distribute it and they sell it.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: And they uh, grow your knowledge about it here on this show every Tuesday from 9 to 10.
1: That's right. That's right. And we're so excited. So I know we don't don't have much time left, but I just we were sharing sort of in the break about some of the upcoming things that we have. Um, we obviously want to want to delve into the Gun Rights Act and delve into that and how that affects people going forward with having a medical marijuana card. But we're also excited about bringing on some doctors that are certifying patients mm-hmm. that can that can give the the medical side of that and, and sort of talk about some of those debilitating conditions and maybe what what the future looks like and then just um getting some industry people on here i think the more the more you can find out and learn about this product and see um you know it, it just helps you understand better and and build up foundationally solid opinion about
2: it right? with knowing right, right. the facts that's right so and, yeah and, and i think we're gonna and i'm excited too to talk about um some studies and i mean we won't we won't i know I, I, my disclaimer i'm not a doctor what <laughs> I, I know surprise <laughs> i am on facebook <laughs> right yeah <laughs> well i mean yeah so uh, i won't even i was gonna go down a different road but i'm not even gonna do it so um <laughs> But uh, but I am I am super excited for us to just look at some of the studies that have come out of some of the um the other states and some of the medical stuff that we really that they really are recognizing some of the benefits. Um of course we will never make a claim, but I'm just saying recognizing those studies I think is important and talking about that in conjunction with the physicians that are gonna come sure. on. Um yeah, I'm excited.
0: Right. We got about thirty seconds. Tell people how to find y'all
1: so you can go to our website it's www.kellyscreen.org lots of w's there or you can check us out on facebook or instagram um with kelly's green too
2: yeah absolutely cool Thank and you.
0: Uh, i'm gonna come out and do a tour of the facility here soon i'm gonna share a bunch of stuff on the save jackson by clay edwards page you can follow that there yes podcast will be available here shortly we'll have it splattered all over facebook and twitter and everywhere else uh just go follow save jxn i'm there and uh kelly's green just no s on the end of green it's just kelly's green and uh we'll be back here next tuesday 9 to 10 a.m maybe we'll do it earlier one day and have a, a two-hour show we were just talking about that I enjoyed it today. Three hours is enough for me. I will see y'all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Thank Peace. You.